Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. My name is Keisha Hill and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. A 26-year-old Kadeen Vidal made headlines recently. A produce vendor at the Charles Gordon Market in St. James, she was an online student at the University of Technology, Jamaica. Her story is an uplifting one as she not only managed to maintain a steady balance between work and school, but was ultimately rewarded for her perseverance and determination. Vinyl obtained first class honors from the university for her specialty in culinary arts and management for a Bachelor of Science in Hospitality and Tourism Management. Kadeen, thank you for joining us on Impact in Jamaica. Good morning, Keisha. All right, who is Kadeen Vidal? And what was life like for you growing up as a child in Sandy Bay, Hannibal? Kadeen Vidal is a keen individual who is hardworking, determined, loving, caring, and I'm a very kind person. I'm also a, I'm also family oriented, and most importantly, I'm very humble. What was life like for you growing up as a child in, in Sandy Bay, Hanover? I'm from humble beginnings because in my, in my family, um, my mother, who is the head of the house, she is very humble, but at the same time, she was very hardworking. So I learned hardworking and determination from her when I was growing up. As it relates to my friends within the community, um, we had good times. We, we went out, went to the mango bush. We, so there, there, were, there were a lot of distractions in the community, but I had to be focused and be goal oriented and know that what I wanted will not come easy, but with hard work, and determination, I'll be able to succeed. Okay, tell us which schools did you attend and what were some of your most memorable experiences? I attended um, Lucy, Lucy Primary, that's in Hanover. I did my GSAT and I got my first choice, which is Herbert Marson Technical High School. Okay, so what were some of your most uh, memorable experiences? Just earlier, you mentioned that you went to Mango Bush. So, you know, at school, you had, you had playtime with your friends. Maybe you had a teacher or some of your, um, your fellow classmates that you had some fun times with. So what were some okay. of the things that stand out? My, my most memorable moment was once we went to the Mango Bush. And 
my friends and I, we went to the mango bush. It wasn't really a mango bush, but it was this lady, she had a mangoes, mango, mango th trees um, in the back of her yard. So one day we, we, we went there like every day. So one day we went there and it's like this lady was setting up for us. So we were there picking mangoes, picking mangoes. It was my favorite too. Um, the green gate, some people call it the black skin. Mm. The lady, um, she opened her back door and she came out and said, a dog is just a dog. Jankro, who do come up from a mango tree? Man, that morning, um, I had to put my foot in my hands and I ran straight home. We didn't even take any of the mangoes with us. We left them there. So from that day, I never went back. I never went back <laughs> because I think it was very disgraceful. <laughs> But you still enjoy the the thrill of going on the mango tree as children. Yes, yeah, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy it very much. Climbing because they always say, You're like a little boy. When my friends I have all my friends are male. So whatever they whatever they did, that's what I do. All right. So you have a bit of a tomboy streak. Yes. All right. So while you were growing up, enjoying yourself, going to mango bush with your friends, and how did you do in school, um, academically, especially at high school? High school was very good. I started doing my CXC from I was in ninth grade. I did, my first subject was human resource management. Um, I got a distinction, I think that's one. Yes, and I was in ninth grade. Then uh, I moved on to a grade 10. I did the sciences, chemistry, physics, bio, math, English. So I had the support. So school for me wasn't hard. And people within the community, they always said that, you know, I take my schoolwork serious. Like I'm not, I never late for school. I'm always on time. So school wasn't hard. And I had my family who kept me motivated. Okay, so while you were going to school and going up around your community and you had the support from your family and friends, what were some of your dreams and aspirations during this time? What did you see yourself becoming as a young lady? Initially, I wanted to become a dentist, but when I applied for school, my family was saying that they don't have the money um, are financially to support that dream. So then I said to my sister one day that, you know what? Um, when my friends and I, we always cook, like we say run a boat and I'm always the cook. So I said, maybe I should venture into this because they always say, you can cook really well. So then I said to my sister one day, um, you know, I'm gonna do the culinary arts at UTEC since we're not able to afford that one. So initially they didn't like the idea, but it was my passion and my motivation and my determination. So I applied, I got through, and then I started. And then after I started making cakes and decorating them, then they started liking it. And when my sister came home now, December time, Christmas, um, they saw that it was very useful because no, I'm in control of the kitchen side so in most of the cooking. So everything just um, fall into place. 
So, okay, so you like to be in the kitchen. You like to turn your hand, make fashion. You like to do cake baking and decorating. And so you headed off to UTEC. When you started yes. UTEC, uh, were you going physically or just online? Physically. I used to board. Um, I went there physically. It was right. after COVID, then classes were online. But while I was going to classes online, I had to do my practicals in Kingston. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just online classes. I had practicals. I had practicals that I had to attend school in person in Kingston. All right. So basically, I'm seeing where your family and friends have been a good influence to you over the years. Uh, what are some of the morals and values that you were taught over, you know, growing up that are still applicable today? To work hard, not only work hard, but to be determined. They have also taught me life lessons, which I kept um, there in my heart. Um, do not steal. Um, do, not, do not tell lies because I grew in a Christian home. So those are some of the morals that I have within me. Put God first. Those I keep with me every day. All right. So, and you also mentioned earlier about being a hardworking individual and this you got from your mom. Uh, yes. Tell us what drives you to remain focused and go after your dreams. Yes, you're determined. Yes, you're focused. But there must be something there that you know, something doesn't go right now, but you don't sit down and uh, mope about it. You rise to the next level. What is it about you that it's keeps really, you going? Um, it's really my passion for what I do because when you have a passion for something, it's like you have an intrinsic motivation that is generating um, this, this drive. Um, what keeps me motivated is, you know, they talk about generation curse. Um, there is, I wouldn't say this in my family. Um, I'm thinking about reaching the peak that I want to be. I want to be successful. I want to be able to help others because I look at it every day to say that maybe if I had gotten the help when I wanted to become a dentist, maybe today I wouldn't um, made the headlines. So I really want to, to be able to be wealthy enough where I can my, not just my family, but other persons out there who are struggling. We are going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back to continue this conversation with you, Kadeen. We want to help you mark every milestone, celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back to Impacting Jamaica. 
We are speaking with Kayleen Vidal, a graduate of the University of Technology and a produce vendor in the Charles Gordon Market in St. James. Kayleen, thank you for staying with us. At the onset of the coronavirus pandemic last year, you were enrolled at the University of Technology, Jamaica, and you needed assistance with your school expenses. Now, what you decided to do is quite unorthodox for many young people today. What led to your decision to become a produce vendor? With the coronavirus onset, um, normally I would go into work and travel program, but I was not able to do that. So I said, okay, that's a setback, but I now need to find an alternative. Um, I used to go to the market to get produce for my practical examinations. So I said to myself, um, I know where to get the produce from, so why not take them to the market and sell them? So I said, okay, I'm gonna start. So I chose a date and I started. And when I started the business, I said, I need this money to pay for my tuition and my other expenses. So this must work. So as I said to myself, because there's no other means. And I kept that in mind. I remember what I wanted the money to do. And I did just that. So you had no qualms at all about going into the market. You know, in Jamaican society, uh, going into the market to sell is yes. deemed as unbecoming or it is a poor career to have. And you decided that this was not the case. Uh, no, not, not for me. I, I don't look down on people because... Um, your job is just your job and you know wh why is it that you are doing this. So I knew that I need this money in order to achieve my goal. So I put away pride. I chose confidence. I chose determination over pride. And I went there and I did what I needed to do. Right. Uh, how do you... How do you purchase your load? Uh, what and over what period of time do you sell off your produce? I remember the other day you were saying that, boy, you have to come into Kingston and you need to sell off by a certain time. So tell us how it works. All right. So time management. All right. So let's say on a Sunday, let me give you a synopsis of a week. On a Sunday, I have a practical on a Monday. So I wouldn't be able to go and get the, the load. I would go to Kingston, attend class, get back home. Tuesday now is when I would try to place the order. And then Wednesday, I would go back to Kingston to attend my other practical session. So Thursday now is the day that I would go and collect the items and I take them to the market on a Friday. So I'd have to know that I must sell these off Friday and Saturday because I want Sunday to rest and to study, do assignments. So I use two days, Fridays and Saturdays, to sell the produce. Okay, and during this time, you also attended online classes while you yes. were selling. How yes. 
challenging, how challenging was it for you to sell your produce during the day and attend school online? Tell us what a typical day is like for you. All right, I'm going to use a Friday morning example. So like on a Friday, I had a class, eight o'clock. So what I did, I went to the market from five. I sold the produce in the morning, five to around 7.45. Then I closed down. I went inside the market, find a spot where it was very quiet with my laptop. Um, I did my two-hour class. After the class ended, I went back outside where the goods were. Um, I sold my produce until around 2.45 because at a three o'clock class, three to five. And then after five now, I would come back to sell the produce. But sometimes, like I have an aunt, she would come and help me sometimes. So yeah, she played a part. Okay, and, and that's, that's great to hear because um, throughout this interview, you have constantly mentioned the support that you have um, from your family. Now, this is a very rigorous schedule, right? When yes. did you find the time to study? Because yes, you're going to class, yes, you're selling the produce, but in order to obtain first class honors, you really have to put in the time to study. So when did you find the time? Um, like I always tell most people, it's not re really about studying, you know, it's going, for me, going to the class was was more important than studying. So like the teachers, let's say you're going to learn about algebra today. Um, go to class, be aware of what was taught. Then with what you learned from class, you just need a little practice. You don't, but when you miss the class now, you're trying to force yourself to teach yourself. So that, I, I kept that in me from a start. Do not miss classes. That's very important. So when you go to class, you know exactly what happened in class. So for me, going to class was more important than studying. All right. And basically that has paid off for you in the end in that yes. you are being successful in obtaining your degree. Now, when it came down to the wire, when you realize that the degree is in your hand, you're yes. about to grasp it and hold it in your hand and it is now the end. How did you feel about your achievement? Um, I, I, I felt elated because my teacher, they were saying to me that I did well. And because I told you I'm very humble. So most persons, I don't walk around cocky. So most persons, they didn't know that I was this brilliant. So um, he was saying to me, I didn't know, you know, because he never taught me, but he was like a motivator. And he said, it's very good because only like, you know, another, another person knowing that you work at the market, um, you're so humble. Other person didn't know that you were this brilliant. So it's a good feeling. And now, like persons within my community, um, another person at the market, especially my customers, they said like, you know, I knew there was something different about you, but she, 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 she couldn't really say what it was until it was published. Um, other persons, they use my experience, my success as, motivation 
and they're very proud. And, and I'm happy that I was able to make my mother proud, who I've been working hard for. Uh, what about your your sisters, um, your aunt, and I see where you mentioned a significant other. What was their reaction? Okay, my sister from um from day one, because like I said, I'm very humble. So when when they call, you know, like to say they want to, I'm like, no, 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 you know, I don't want to do an interview. But when I told my sister, I told my boyfriend, I told my best friend, they said, yes, yes, do it, do it. So I said, you know, I don't like to do interviews because I'm very shy. And then um, they said, do it, do it. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. So I did it and they were proud. My aunts, they played um, important roles in my life as well. They were there, like when I needed money, when I, when I needed um, family support. They were there to help me, and I'm very glad that they played a part in my life. Okay, that is very good to hear. So, how would you, after, after this success, right, I'm sure you're feeling very motivated to go on to the next level of your life. Before we get to that, how would you encourage other young people who are desirous of obtaining an education to pursue their dreams despite the obstacles that they may face? Okay, um, what I would say to the young people out here is um, whenever you are trying to achieve something, break it down into parts and enjoy small wins. The small wins uh, are, are what keeps us motivated. They're, you're gonna you're gonna fail. They're gonna be stumbling blocks. But just remember why you started. And I always say um, you must pray. Pray not only to ask for things, but when things work out the way that you wanted it to be, remember to thank God. Um, just keep motivated. Put your eyes on the prize. Remember, um, one one cocoa full basket, and the CMD leave go water bottom it rotten. So you have to just be motivated. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're gonna be criticized, but who cares? Um, just just do you. Be yourself and try to aspire. Try to be great. Keep focus on the prize. Okay, so young people, you're saying, despite the challenges, must stay focused. All right, so what's next for Kadeen Vidal? Will you still sell produce in the market or are you going to venture into your career in hospitality and tourism management? Well, during the interim, I will continue to sell um, produce at the market, but my main dream is to um, further my studies, maybe well, I would really love to go to Canada, but it's an opportunity comes where I can go to France, Spain, England, wherever it is. I'm always open to opportunities. So that's my main dream. Um, I want to become an executive chef. One day I dream of owning and operating a restaurant. So I'm at the market for now, but my main dream is to finish my, to go on, do my master's, and to open, to own and operate a restaurant one day. All right, so what kind of restaurant are you thinking of operating? 
I'm thinking of operating a fast food restaurant. That's what I'm thinking about. Um, maybe I don't want like to want to say much about it because you know you have like patent and those stuff people might copyright and all of that. So you don't really want to put your ideas out to persons. But I know it's it's a restaurant that I want to operate maybe one day in the near future. Right, and you've mentioned traveling, you want to go to Spain, you want to go to France, you want to go to England. And of course, you know, France has the exquisite uh, yeah. cuisine. Fine dining. Fine dining, yes. yes. So you're hoping to experience all of this. All of that, one day. One day. All right, so a typical day for Katie Vidal includes serving customers at the Charles Gordon Market in St. James. And despite all the obstacles she has faced during her young life, Vidal through determination and hard work has persevered. She will continue on her goal-getting path as she has many other dreams and aspirations that she wants fulfilled including traveling and opening her own restaurant. With her vivacious personality, Vidal is definitely one we should look out for. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Impacting Jamaica. I am your host, Keisha Hill. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation. Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.